0: Welcome to Laura's Happy Corner Podcast. My name is Laura Bowman, and I am a mindset and manifestation teacher who shows people how to attract a life of joy and abundance. You are a thousand percent capable of living a life you absolutely love, one where you have the freedom to live your passion, be happy with your partner, and don't ever have to stress about money. And if that's exactly what you want, but you're just not quite there yet, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the second episode of season two of Laura's Happy Corner podcast. I'm gonna be showing you every week on an even deeper level than ever before, how to find joy and create abundance in your life. Today is our first interview of the season. And in this episode, I speak with writer and published author, Anne Denish. We talk about the importance of looking within and even more important, loving yourself. We also talk a lot about revelations, which is perfect following the first episode of the new year because part of what we discuss today is about New Year's revelations, not resolutions. And then the other revelations that we talk about are the life lessons, um, especially that Anne has learned throughout her struggles. She is a breast cancer survivor, and she stresses the importance of putting yourself first and not always being in caregiver mode for other people. In other words, it's not selfish to be selfish. And when you have desires that you want to manifest, it's also important to ask yourself, are you trying to manifest them for yourself or for someone else's benefit? And, you know, especially being a mother of five, which, you know, making time for herself was no easy task. But, you know, again, it's important to have that self care time. And she talks about that. And that's how she was able to show up in the best way possible for her family and, you know, encourages others to do the same. Although, still, you know, set boundaries for yourself. And as I've said, in, in, other podcasts, you know, don't feel guilty for rejecting a phone call or from, for needing a break from social media. Um, you know, these, these breaks are much needed. And still, Anne has time to, finds the time to mentor other women as well and their families who are battling breast cancer and inspires people to live their best lives. And her mantra is dream big and make it happen because anything and everything is possible if you have faith in yourself and you have faith in your dream. So I really look forward to sharing today's episode. I hope that you get a lot of value out of it. And I've known Anne for several years uh, when she was writing her first book, which documented a lot of her journey through, overcoming breast cancer and she's just such an inspiration and she's such a positive light and that's what she said you know I can accept whatever life hands me as long as I learn something from it and can do something positive with it for someone else and that's exactly what she did and I admire her so much this is a great episode so enjoy. Welcome to Laura's Happy Corner podcast. Today I have author Ann Dennish, who wrote a couple of books, Waking Up, Collective Soul, and Each Breath Along the Journey. And I've known her for when she wrote her first book, I believe it's several years now. Always admired her. And I'm so glad that we got a chance to reconnect lately. Um, you know, just basically with all things spiritual and So, Anne, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you, I'm going to let you take it away and and let you introduce yourself and how this all came to be. Well, thank
1: you for the nice intro. And yeah, you're right. And both of us reconnected for a reason. We met years ago for a reason. We both believe in that. And um, um, I think it's a good thing that we did. We have a lot in common. And what we're doing now is so much different than when we met the first time. So it's kind of funny how life has just turned itself in a different direction, but this is the universe, you know, always looking out for us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> when it started, um, yeah, I was doing marketing and right, I, we were going to market your book. Um, but it's just, you know, I was just always pulled towards law of attraction and, and all Mm -hmm. these spiritual things. And, um, not just that, but becoming like a a manifestation and mindset coach. So, um, and I realized that since we, when we first connected, you know, you had these things you wanted to do as well. And I think since we first met, we both kind of came out of our shell and really got, (laughs) really got on track with, with uh, aligned with our vision is what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think we and I think we do. And I think that's one of the, you know, so often we say it's the spiritual. I think everybody's spiritual in their own right. A lot of people are afraid of what they can do. They hear manifesting and they don't understand what it is. They hear spiritual scares them a little. I find a lot of um, I find a lot of peace in that. You know, it's not always easy to be an empath, which I am, um, but I wouldn't treat it. I think I've been like this since I was a kid. And met some incredible teachers, especially in the last like 15 years of my life, that have really taught me laws of attraction and you know spirituality. I'm intuitive, psychic, you know, and it's nothing I'm scared of. It just it's who I am.
0: Yeah. And I definitely believe you are that way for a reason. We we all are. Anybody who's a light worker, an empath, um, mm-hmm. we're here to Serve our purpose, light others up, inform others, uh, you know, and just, however, show up in however way that you know, and and that evolves right. over time. Just as how I said, you know, I started out doing this, and it was still something I loved doing, and it was totally what I was supposed to be doing at that time, mm-hmm. just as you were, but. When you keep an open mind and you do believe in the universe and, and that the universe has your back and you follow your intuition, you
1: never know where you can end up. And that's the there's some, there's the some really there's cool amazing. There's amazing places. I always say when you're not allowing the universe to do what it needs to do, it I always say it whacks you with a two by four and stops you in your tracks, honestly. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> that you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Or and it's it's trying to tell you something like, let me come in and help you, let me guide you. Mm-hmm. These are the doors I want to open. So often people go, well, you know, and I'm a big believer in if the door is not opening, it's not your door. Quit banging on it. It's not, that's not your door. Sometimes the doors that open are the doors we never even saw coming.
0: Ah, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to say it's disguised, but a door will open, which means that it is meant for you because if it doesn't, Mm -hmm. then it's not, but it's not what you think. Like when we first met, I knew that we had a connection and Mm -hmm. that we would reconnect down the road, but you know, it's just that it wasn't what it was supposed to be at the time, but we met when we were supposed to, and then things, you know, again, evolved as you should, but Yeah. And that's why, you know, people shouldn't ever, I always say this, but people shouldn't have tunnel vision on how something should happen because
1: often,
0: it's it's not not, at all. (laughs) That's not how it happens. And if you have a tunnel vision on how it's supposed to happen, you might miss out on these other opportunities. And, you know, that would be a shame. So keeping an open mind is so important.
1: Um, Open mind, pay attention to the signs. It's, you know, I used to think all things writer. I'm a writer. So those are the only doors that should open for me are exactly. writer course. But I found out it's not true. I mean, some of the things I want to do for writing, I like, you know, motivational speaking. I love getting in touch with a crowd or people one-on-one. And, you know, and I just had an opportunity that I told you about a couple months ago to be a health coach. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, okay. Well, the health is a good thing. I wanted to switch up, lose a little weight. But I thought okay, it's not the door of being a writer, but it's the door of doing what I love to do, helping people, you know, making them feel better, getting them on the right track. So wasn't the door I was looking for, but it, the door opened. I went right through and I'm glad that I did. Absolutely. I'm really glad that
0: I did. Exactly. And, and I, and so many other people I'm sure as well experience the same exact thing. You know, I think this is, this is what I want to do. And this is the only way I, I know how to get to that point. But, if you could only take a step back out of like your human brain and see (laughs) the limitless ways in which things can happen that you have no idea, like it's truly amazing. Um, And so I want to ask you, um, especially because I I know the book that we promoted for you and everything, um, that was really special for you. How did you become, like what made you want to write a book and become an author and help people in that way?
1: I never thought I did, truth Hmm. be told. I've been writing since I was a kid. I wrote mostly poetry, like everybody writes poetry in high school and college. And I had five kids and I kept writing and different things here and there. Went back to school, joined a writer's workshop. Um, And I think what kind of got me more is, you know, I I went onto social media, was trying to write uplifting things. And here again, not even realizing where all of that was going to take me. I got breast cancer in the middle of all of that Mm. and was going through chemo, radiation. And on the last day of radiation, the nurses said to me, "And what did you learn from all of this? Like we always ask people, what did you take away? And I said, biggest waking up moment of my life. And therein lied the title of my book. So I had been writing short stories all along, but I was keeping a private breast cancer journal. So when I did waking up, I put my uplifting stories, motivational inspiration, and I put my entire breast cancer journal in it. And it just all kind of, you know, I always wanted to write the great novel or something, (laughs) you know, and it, it turned out into inspirational, motivational books, but I'm not sorry. I mean, life took me into a direction. If I was going to have cancer, boy, I was going to do something positive with it. I was not going to go through that and come out and not do, I, I kind of look at it as there was a reason I got it and I was going to make the best of it going through and help anybody I could from my experience. And that's what I've been trying to do. So that's why, and I always say, this is my last inspirational motivational book. And then the next one comes out. And (laughs) then I say, this is the last inspirational motivational book. And And then the next one comes out. (laughs) There's, there's, a, there's a fourth in the works now. And I'm like, I wasn't going to write. <laughs>
0: that's so funny. Oh, but there is such a need for it. And that's
1: why it just, it, it, they keep coming to you. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, <laughs> so. there, you know, there's such a need. I think everybody yeah. has this need and people don't want to admit it all the time. It's nicer to know you're not alone when you're going through something. It really is. Absolutely. And that's, that's my whole thing is that, um, I I don't want anybody to feel alone, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, And that is important, even when people don't admit that they need somebody or the power of community. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've talked about this before in previous podcast episodes. Um, You know, we are designed as human beings to interact with other human beings and Mm -hmm. you know we need to feel loved and supported and that doesn't mean I mean you can find that in someone you don't even know and you know writing your book you've touched so many people that you know you don't even know know. yeah and it's just what they needed and you know now the way social media is it's really easy to connect with people that we may never meet in person. They, they're on the other side of the world, but yet you just your souls know, yes, your souls know each other and Mm -hmm. you connect and, you know, you, you don't know where you're going to find support, but I mean, it's, that's that's another thing that's amazing.
1: You know, that's the best part for me. I have such a great following on my social media. These people Have come become like family to me. They they keep me going, and I always thank them as often as I remember to, um, which should be every day. But mm-hmm. um, they keep me going because there's some days. Let's face it, we all wake up and we're like, I don't know why I'm doing this again. What's the point? And then you get a post from someone that says, "You just made my day. I was going through this. You know, it made me feel better." So to me, that's that's a lot. It you know, does it makes your day. And I'm like, well, if that's what I do is touch people, then that's what I'm here to do. It,
0: it does. It, it means everything. And I I know exactly how you feel. And it, it is amazing. You know, I, I've woken up to messages that say, you know, I, I listened to your podcast on my way to work to start my day out on a positive note. And, you know, mm-hmm. thank you for this. And I'm it's just, yeah, it, it's really, it's my why. And it's your why. And I have to tell you, uh, this was probably about two years ago. I don't know. We had, a, uh, there was someone mutual that we were friends with on Instagram. And the reason it caught my attention is because she mentioned Ann Dennish and her new book collective soul, which was the new one at the time. <laughs> and you know, you got, this book was amazing. You guys have to check it out. And that was really <laughs> cool. And I, I got really excited. I messaged her. I said, I know her. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, you just never know who's, who's you reading your book, who you're helping. And you were like a, a celebrity there. We're like, we, we bonded over knowing you and knowing your book. <laughs> so I have to tell you that.
1: But, I love um, that. I love that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and, and, you know, though, but you, you make a good point and sometimes it takes something that outwardly seems tragic but that changes your life and there's a reason and to do something positive with it is all you could I mean that's the best thing you could do Um, Mm -hmm. because and and, you know with everything that happened this past year with the pandemic I think that's something else that has also forced us to put ourselves first and you know I, I wanted to talk to you for a minute about you know, the difference between being in caregiver mode for other people and recognizing that and changing it and making sure that your you, your health on top of everything else is, is your priority. Um, because really that's like the same idea is when on a plane they tell you to put your own oxygen right. on first because you're that's no true. good to anyone else if you can't help yourself. So that's I know true. that we, we've spoken about that a lot and you were in caregiver mode for a very long time, weren't you?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> especially five children who were still oh home. My I mean, it's you know, and you don't realize because I think especially as women. Um, we feel selfish. I think we were not raised that way, but it's selfish to take care of yourself. So if you, you know, I used to feel selfish if I said I needed an afternoon off from the kids. And I've come to realize that is not because then I'm a cranky mom and the cranky wife at the oh. time. So, you know, I, yeah. I've realized that and I try to tell people that is the most selfless thing you can do for yourself, your health, your well-being. Your mental health, your physical health, because you can handle so much more, so much better, and you know, all of that spills on to everybody around you. So, self care is is really key. And I think with COVID, um, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff with it, but I think it forced everybody to relax. You know, how how many of us were binge watching TV all day long? But guess what? We could. Yeah. You know? It wasn't, some of us didn't have to go to work or some of us were just home. So it forced everyone to slow down. You had to learn to be grateful for what you had around you and the people that you could be around, you know, and you, you learned to gratitude for, I'll be honest, going to the hair salon or the nail salon <laughs> that suddenly you couldn't do those things. And I'm like, all those luxuries we took for granted, um, I always hope people would try because I always try to justify bad stuff with, with a positive spin on it. And I think- if you try to look at COVID that it's, it's here, we've got restrictions, you don't have to let it be a big bully to you or mess with your mind, follow the the precautions, but take a look at how different your life is now. I mean, you might've had more quality time with your partner or your kids or gardening. I mean, we went through almost a whole year of this now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I can't believe Uh, it saying that it's like, I know it's true. And it feels like so long, but at the same time, it's, it's like, I can't believe it's it, it, a year ago. We, we didn't quite know, know it yet, but it was here and things were yeah. about to get really different for us. And just like you said, I mean, never again will I take for granted even a trip to the store uh, without oh, having either. to worry about something <laughs> or sipping coffee somewhere in a cafe. I mean, these are luxuries that, I mean, yeah. And and we're here now. And see, that's a big part of my teaching is that when things go wrong and when we get very upset about things and frustrated and all those emotions that are negative carry a negative vibration, um, mm-hmm. that's because things don't go according to expectation. We right. always, no matter what event we have in our head, we always have an expectation of how it's going to go. And when it doesn't go that way, which yeah. really when you think about it again, you know, just how I said things happen in ways that you don't see them happening it's the same thing like when you have expectations on something and tunnel vision on how something's supposed to happen and it doesn't we get mad we get frustrated we, yep. we we pound on the steering wheel in a traffic jam there's nothing we can do about certain things and I I think yeah I mean you have to look at the the bright side it's all about your mindset and that's what I it teach absolutely and is. you have to look at it as you know Now you're kind of being forced to uh, deal with these things and accept the unknown. And once we accept the unknown, even though that's, that may take a lot of practice, it takes a lot of unlearning to do that. But once Mm -hmm. we do, we can become so much more at peace with ourselves. And
1: well, it's a train your brain. unexpected. yeah, train, train your brain to think differently. And that's not easy to do. I mean, yeah. I love the laws of attraction. Don't say negative words and negative thoughts. Well, that's a difficult thing to get used to, but it can be done. You can break the pattern. You can train your brain to think a certain way. You know, I look at sitting in traffic. I always say to everybody, well, maybe the universe puts you in that traffic. So you weren't in the accident up the road or something like that. Yeah. Like try to pull, there's a reason for everything. So
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's a reason that we're here now in this time period, whether we can see it or not, we're exactly all where we're supposed to be. Tough situations, not tough, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, And when you find that gratitude for just being you know, it, it, that's also something, and, and it's, you know, I like, I have to go back to what you said about um, the positivity. I just, this is a perfect continuation of the last <laughs> podcast episode, because I just said how, you know, I want to make that very clear to anyone listening, anyone, anybody who's ever been a client knows this, but, if you're listening and you don't really know me that well, it may seem that I preach about that you have to be happy and joyful and smiling and grateful all the time. And that is not human. Um, you know, the reason no. <laughs> there's a reason that we have a range of emotions and that half of those emotions are negative and the other half is positive. We don't just live on the, the top spectrum. We have to no. experience darkness in order to have light and, you know, sadness in order to be happy and grateful. Um, And, you know, that involves shadow work and it involves unlearning a lot of things. It involves being very honest with yourself. Um, And so that's why, you know, if you're ready to make a change and you, you don't have to change overnight. You're not going to change your views overnight. You're not going to unlearn years and years, not even just in this lifetime, but in lifetimes oh, before, like absolutely. lifetimes of conditioning. But with the help of perhaps a coach or a group of people or a book, you know, it doesn't have to take another lifetime to unlearn things or, you know, it, it can take. Yeah, it, it's, it's an open mind and a, yeah, a yeah. will
1: to want to, you know. it's the desire
0: yes it's the intention like if your intentions are are pure and you want to make a change and that's another thing that I say that I will repeat again because it's so important people need to understand that they can experience joy but be healing at the same time they can experience the feeling that they're ready for change but still feel stuck in a house or a job or a relationship um you know, we're we're humans. Like we have the ability. It's not just one emotion, and that's it. And I think I'm people laugh, feel I'm it has that, to you know? be one or the other. Yeah, and and yeah, I also talk, of, yeah, and I also talk about toxic positivity because that's like being afraid to think anything negative. Um, and that you know it's the idea that you have to be positive and happy all the time. And no, but if you release your expectations and you know, you, you have, you, you are trying to change your mindset and you have these tools and resources to help you, then at least you can become content. Like I said, with unexpected events, you're going to handle yep. things a lot better, like traffic jams, anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's rewording things. It's reframing it. And that brings me to what you said about resolutions and revelations, because it's, it's the same idea about rewording things. And it is, yeah, actually, I, I want it you is. to talk
1: about that. Yeah. Well, I've written about it. I talk about it. I do not Mm -hmm. like the word resolutions. I think we (laughs) set ourselves up for failure within the first two weeks of the new year because we all want to go to the gym. We all want to do this and do that. So I came up with revelations, the lessons you've learned from the year before. And I usually think about them once Christmas passes before New Year's Eve. That's my thing. I don't even stay up for New Year's Eve. My New Year's Day is down at the beach watching the first sunrise of the new year. So I was trying to think about my revelations and there are a couple, it's been a very rough year for not just myself, for everybody with COVID. And I shared some of that in my social media that, you know, I realized I needed to focus on my health more because I'm sure like many of us COVID put a few extra pounds on and we were sluggish and not moving around. Um, it taught me forgiveness. Uh, it taught me gratitude and, um, Uh, resilience that I could bounce back from everything that had happened in the year. So taking those lessons in, I'm not setting myself up for failure. I'm saying, these are the things that I learned the most and I'm gonna take them in this year and start with that. Resolutions, I think you can turn a resolution into a revelation. You could say, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. go to the gym. Well, but why are you gonna go to the gym? Why is that your resolution? Because your revelation was that you wanna feel healthy and you want to do something good for yourself, you know, turn that resolution into your revelation, because that's why you made it in the first place. You want to start the new year off, you know, so I kind of look at <laughs> twisting the that. words, yeah. twisting the words a little, but, you know, like you were saying earlier, like if you want to go in your resolution is I want to learn to play the piano lift you know this year okay but what's your revelation that you didn't think enough of yourself to pursue a dream you had so let's take that revelation that you are worthy worthy of that and worthwhile of that dream so this year you're going to learn to play the piano not because you made a resolution because you learned that you are important and you should have done something you wanted to do for so yourself learns yes mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That is so. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I I really do. It's the flipping um, of the words. It's the mindset. It's yes. And looking at it
0: different. It, it's all about that. It's the same. That's the constant, like that's the backbone behind manifesting. And that's the constant is. To manifesting is mindset. And that is why. You know, I say I'm a teacher of mindset and manifestation. It goes together because you can't manifest when you're thinking of things the other way, like a a different way, and wording. You know, I guess I want to use the word like tricks your brain into looking at it a different way and making it manageable for you. So, Mm -hmm. like for example, you know, just your what you said about the piano, and that doesn't mean if you don't learn a song within the first month or you don't become an expert, don't put pressure on yourself. You're doing no. something that you just wanted to take time and um, playing should be a hobby for you. You shouldn't be like putting stress on yourself to to do all of these no. things and make all this music. Um, and you know, with, with losing weight, that's a huge one for people. So what you're saying is, yeah, instead of saying, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds this year, take what you from this past year, say, I want to live a healthier lifestyle, I'm not right. going to force myself to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds. I'm going to live a healthier lifestyle. And guess what's going to come with that? You're going to naturally lose weight. You're going to feel better about yourself. Your mind's going to be
1: clear. You're, and it's going to show to other people. It's, it's, oh, yeah. you know, for sure. And, and you know what, Yeah, that's all putting, that's all putting yourself first. It's taking, it's being selfless and to, you know, because resolutions sometimes, you know, involve other people and all this other stuff. I like the revelations personally, because I think it's, you've really taken the time to think about what you learned. We we all know the kind of year we've been through this past year. Mm-hmm. So take it and switch it around, you know, and just take what you learned, put yourself first. And you're right with the healthy thing for me. Yes. It was to lose weight, but I thought I've had enough. I, I like, I've had enough of this. I learned that You know, I started doing more walking and everything in the summer, but I thought, no, I let it slip by the wayside. And why, why did I do that? Because I wasn't thinking of myself enough. And now Mm -hmm. that I'm focusing on my health, I have so much more energy. I'm sleeping better. I I have lost weight and I feel great. And I think, you know, once you get that boost of confidence in any kind of revelation you're going to have into the new year, you're going to gain the confidence because it's you doing it. It's not somebody doing it for you.
0: Yes. And that's the perfect place to, I want to wrap it up by saying that you can't, you have to manifest for yourself. And, you know, if someone's wondering why they're not manifesting their desires, you have to think about what, what's behind that. Are you really manifesting? Do you want to manifest this for yourself or are you trying to manifest this for someone else's benefit? And when you switch it, and I'm going to give an example to show you how it could be switched around again with the switching of the words and the the, the mindset <laughs> flip basically is it's, I like to call these sort of mind mindset hacks, mindset flips. Um, I like it. <laughs> let's say you have, yeah, let's say you have a newborn and you just keep like this, you beg the universe, like, please just let, him sleep through the night like i just want him to go to sleep i want to manifest him sleeping a full night and okay you're you're manifesting you're trying to manifest this on your newborn but what is the reason behind wanting to manifest it well you want to manifest it because you want to get a good night's sleep for once you right you want him to also get a good night's sleep, but what you're really wanting to do is manifest more sleep. So right. think about sure. it that way. And you know, then that's when you may realize, you know, your spouse uh can start taking over more, or you may realize that you've manifested that other help and you can lean on those people so that you can get a better night's sleep, and then naturally <laughs> he'll get a better night's sleep when he's out of that newborn face, but I mean, that's just, yeah, I know. I mean, and it's just an example that someone used that I liked because that's actually what made me think of it. And when we started talking about manifesting for yourself and not others, it made me think of her because that's exactly what happened. She said, she just kept trying to manifest her baby sleeping better, but really she knew that would come in time. And she really like, once she flipped it and said, Please let me manifest more sleep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of a sudden, out of the woodwork, help was more available to her. her husband, right. her husband got off a week of work. And you know, just you never know. You can't focus on the how. But it is important to make sure that while you may want the best for others, you have to keep it's not selfish to put yourself first. It's necessary. Uh, it it and is necessary. In doing that, you will be able to show up in the best way you possibly can for everyone you love. And that's the way I see it. And that's what I try to, you know, you get it. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that's an important message. And, you know, that should be your, maybe if if someone's listening to this and they're not sure what kind of revelation or intention to bring into the new year, maybe that should be it right there. I mean, you don't, it doesn't have to be anything big, just Put yourself first more, set boundaries for yourself, learn how to say no. Don't feel guilty if you reject a phone call or an invitation out. You know, that you need a break. Self-care. Yeah, you need a break from social media, whatever it is. Do it because your intuition is pulling you to do it for a reason. And we're gonna definitely talk about more of that in future episodes about listening to your intuition. Um because it all starts with you. I think that's the whole theme of this. It all starts within and yeah, it does. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was
1: really great. And this was fun. Thanks for having yes. me. I'm, I'm glad we connected. It I am really too. Wasn't that, it really wasn't that long ago. And it was like, <laughs> we picked up right where we left off, had a lot more stories and adventures to talk about. And we've both gone down a little bit of a different path than we when we originally met, but somewhat of a better one. Yeah, I I think it's a better one. I feel like
0: when, and it it wasn't, it was a couple years ago, but so much has happened since then, Mm -hmm. just not, I mean, in the world, it personally, and I have personally evolved and grown so much since then that, yeah, I look back and it just almost seems like I was somebody else, but I, I just, I have all those lessons and, you know, and, and that's for everybody too. Um, I'll leave it on that note that you should never try to compare yourselves with anyone else, but you should always try to be better than you were yesterday. And as long as you can just take a, a little step forward every day,
1: you know, you never know where you'll end up, <laughs> but you'll always end up where you're meant to be. See, like-minded people, I always say that a new day is a chance to do it better than the day before and there absolutely seeing like-minded people thanks yes. so much for having me on here it thank you
0: oh, and I will make sure of course as always you know I'm going to link all of your information so people can find okay. you they can read your books um so inspirational and yes and take care we'll do this again for sure
1: and absolutely
0: to, <laughs> and to everyone <laughs> until next time take care